Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tango's History, where today I am going to be talking about, um, or continuing actually, the war in Western Europe, or the Atlantic and Mediterranean, no, including the Atlantic and Mediterranean War, which lasted from 1942 to 1943, so make sure to grab a water, because it may be a long one. Exploiting poor American naval command decisions, the German Navy ranged, no, ravaged Allied shipping off the American Atlantic coast. By November 1941, Commonwealth forces had launched a counteroffensive, Operation Crusader, in North Africa, and reclaimed all the, all the gains the Germans and Italians had made. In North Africa, the Germans launched an offensive in January pushing the British back to positions at the Gazala Line by early February, followed by a temporary lull, temporary lull in combat which Germany used to prepare for their upcoming offensives. Concerns the Japanese might use bases in Vicky-held Madagascar caused the British to invade the island in early May 1942. An Axis offensive in Libya forced Allied retreat um, deep inside Egypt until Axis forces were stopped at El Alamein. On the continent, raids of Allied commandos on strategic targets culminating in the disastrous Diaper Raid. Diaper. That's how it's spelled, I think. And it demonstrated the Western Allies' inability to launch an invasion of continental Europe without much better preparation equipment and operational security. Operation Crusader, which lasted from the 18th of November to the 30th of December 1941, was a military operation of the Western Desert Campaign during the Second World War by the British 8th Army with Commonwealth, Indian and Allied contingents against the Axis forces, which were German-Italian, or German and Italian, sorry, in North Africa, commanded by General Lieutenant Erwin Rommel. The operation was intended to bypass Axis defenses on the Egyptian-Libyan frontier, defeat the Axis' armed forces, and relieve the 1941 siege of Tobruk. Operation Crusader lasted from the 18th of November to the 30th of December 1942, it was in Egypt and Libya, and the result was an Allied victory. The belligerents of the Allies were the United Kingdom, India, New Zealand, South Africa, Australia, Poland, and Czechoslovakia. And they were up against Italy and Germany. It's funny, is that's Germany's friend. That's Germany's like only friend at this point. Not including J Japan. Um, the Allies' strength was 118,000 men, 738 tanks, and 724 aircraft, and 616 of them being ser serviceable. The strength of the Axis were um, 119,000 men, 
390 to 414 tanks, uh, 536 aircraft, and 300, 342 of them serviceable. On the 18th of November 1941, the 8th Army launched a surprise attack from the 18th to the 22nd of November. The dispersal of British armored units led them suffering led to them suffering 530 tank losses and inflicted um, Axis losses of about 100 tanks. On the 23rd of November, the 5th South African Brigade, Brigade was destroyed at City Reze, um, but inflicted many German tank casualties. Why does this keep falling out? On the 24th of November, Rommel ordered the dash to, to the wire and caused chaos in the British rear echelons, but allowed the British armored forces to recover. On the 27th of November, the New Zealanders reached the Tobruk garrison and relieved the siege. The battle continued into December when supply shortages forced Rommel to narrow his front and to shorten his lines of communication. On the 7th of December 1941, Rommel withdrew the Axis forces to the Gazala position, and on the 15th of December, he ordered a withdrawal to El Al Khaila. The 2nd South African Division captured Bardia. On the, on the 2nd of January 1942, Solom on the 12th of January, and a fortified Halfaya position on the 17th of January taking about 13,800 no, 13, prisoners. On the 21st of January 1942, Rommel launched a surprise counterattack and drove the 8th Army back to Gazala, where both sides regrouped. The Battle of Gazala began at the end of May 1942. In August 1942, the Allies succeeded in repelling a second attack against El Alamein, and at a cost, managed to deliver desperately needed um, supplies to besieged Malta. A few months later, the Allies commenced the attack or an attack of their own in Egypt, dislodging the Axis forces and beginning a drive west across Libya. This attack was followed up shortly by um, Anglo-American landings in French North Africa, which resulted in the region joining the Allies. Hitler responded to the French colony's defection by ordering the occupation of Vichy, France. Although Vichy forces did not resist this violation of the armistice, they managed to scuttle their fleet to prevent its capture by German forces. The Axis forces in Africa withdrew into Tunisia which was conquered by the Allies in May 1943. The Battle of Alam el-Halfa took place between the 30th of August and the 5th of September 1942, south of El Alamein during the Western Desert Campaign of the Second World War. Panzer Army Africa or General Feldmarschall Erwin Rommel, or commanded by General Feldmarschall Erwin Rommel, um, attempted an envelopment of the British Eighth Army. Lieutenant General Bernard Montgomery in Untermachen Brandung 
with Operation Surf, the last big Axis um, offensive in the Western Desert Campaign, Rommel intended to defeat the 8th Army before Allied reinforcements arrived. The Battle of Alam el Hafa lasted from the 30th of August to the 5th of September 1942, near El Alamein, Egypt, and the result was the British victory. The belligerents were the Allies, which were the United Kingdom and New Zealand, against Germany and Italy. Commanders and leaders of the British were Harold Alexander and Bernard Montgomery. For Italy, they had Ettore Bastico, and Germany had Erwin Rommel. The strength of the Allies were 13 Corps. 13, yeah, the 13th Corps and or the 8th Army with four divisions. And the strength of... Um, actually, I think I was right. It could just be Germany. was Panzer Army in Africa with just six divisions. Casualties and losses for the Allies were 1,750 killed, wounded, or captured, 68 tanks, and 67 aircraft. Casualties and losses of the Axis were 2,900 killed, wounded, or captured, 49 tanks, uh, 36 aircraft, 60 guns, and 400 transport vehicles. Montgomery knew of Axis intentions through ultra signals, intercepts, and left a gap in the southern sector of the front, knowing that Erwin Rommel planned to attack there and deployed the bulk of his armor and artillery around the Alam el Halfa Ridge, 20 miles or 32 kilometers behind the front. Unlike in previous engagements, Montgomery ordered that the tanks were to be used as anti-tank guns, remaining in their defensive positions on the ridge. When Axis attacks on the ridge failed and, on, and short on supplies, sorry, uh, Rommel ordered a withdrawal. The 2nd New Zealand Division conducted Operation Beresford um, against Italian positions which was a costly failure. Montgomery chose not to exploit his defensive victory, um, preferring to continue the methodical build uh, buildup of strength for his autumn offensive. The second battle of El Alamein and Rommel claimed that British air superiority determined the result. Being unaware of the British ultra-intelligence, ultra and Rommel adapted to the increasing Allied dominance in the air by keeping his forces dispersed. With the failure at Alam El Haifa, El Haifa, sorry, I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. The Axis forces in Africa lost the initiative, and Axis strategic aims in Africa were no longer possible. In June 1943, the British and Americans began a strategic bombing campaign against Germany with the goal to disrupt the war economy, reduce morale, and dehouse the civilian population. The firebombing of Hamburg was among the first attacks in this campaign, inflicting significant casualties and considerable losses on infrastructure of this point. No, of this important industrial center. 
I have actually made another episode on the firestorm. Go check that out. Professor Friedrich Lindemann, Baron Sherwell, and the British government's chief of scientific advisor, sent on the 30th of March 1942 to British Prime Minister Winston Churchill a memorandum which, after it was accepted by the cabinet, became known as a dehousing paper. The paper was delivered during the, during the debate within the British government about how, mo- how the most effective use of the nation's resources in waging war on Germany, whether the Royal Air Force or RAF should be reduced to allow more resources to go to the British Army and Royal Navy, or the strategic bombing option should be followed and expanded. The paper argued that from the analysis of the reaction of the British population to the Blitz, the demolition of the people's houses was the most effective way to affect their morale, even more than killing relatives. The known limits of the RAF in locating targets in Germany and providing the planned resources to be able to to be able to the RAF made about made destroying about 30% of the housing stock of Germany's 58 largest towns the most effective use of the aircraft of RAF bomber command by breaking the German spirit after a heated debate by the government's military and scientific advisors the cabinet chose the strategic bombing campaign over all other options. Well, that appears to be all I have for you today. Actually, it isn't. I'm going to record another episode tomorrow because this one is just to make up for my episode I didn't do yesterday on accident. I'm sorry. I am just very tired, so that's why I couldn't speak today. But, as always, have a good day or night. I wonder if you listen to this, wherever you listen to this. I don't really know. Make sure to share this with your friends. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. No, later, actually. To continue our World War II series. Good. Good morning, actually, since it's still morning.